Welcome to Exploring His Kingdom, the podcast here at St. Thomas More, where we explore God's kingdom breaking into our world. We post our homilies here, but we also have special guests about once a month, somebody locally here in our parish or in our area who, who is a kingdom bearer or someone who has a responsibility for shepherding God's kingdom as it comes into our world. And today we have the great joy and I have the great excitement to welcome Phil Riley. He is the president of the Xavier Catholic School System right here in Appleton. And he's had a trial by fire year. He started just before COVID hit. So um, we're actually in the middle of it, actually just as COVID was breaking. So we're honored to have him with us and uh, just have some questions for him and we'll see where our conversation goes. But as always, we start with prayer because everything we do is rooted in prayer and God's kingdom comes above all through prayer. So take a moment just wherever you are, wherever you're listening, take a moment just to pause and recognize that God is with you and God is with us. And we pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Loving and merciful God, we ask you to send your kingdom upon us. Send your kingdom of peace and of justice. Help us to be disciples of the King, Jesus, who is the source of the kingdom. As we talk today, as we listen today, help us to hear what we need to hear and to say what we need to say so that it can make a difference in our hearts and in our worlds. Thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, well, Phil, it's great to have you with us. I've gotten to know you over the last year or so, but just introduce yourself to the folks who are listening, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you ended up here. Um, that'd be great. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Lincoln. Thanks for having me on, and uh, it is it is it is great to be here. Um, you know, I uh, I have I guess I, I'll just go back. Uh, I'll make this short. Thirty years ago, I got into Catholic education, and um, I started out as a teacher, and uh, went back to school, got my graduate degree, and and I have uh, I have I've been a teacher, an assistant principal. Uh, and a principal at three different schools in the Diocese of Dallas, Texas. So I, I have spent almost my entire professional career once I got out of the out of the out of the army uh, doing that. So I, I've been in, in, in Catholic schools my whole life or my whole career. Um, I had the opportunity last fall when uh, the opening came at Xavier for the presidency uh, to come up here and um, and explore that and. You know, uh, that was it, it was very it was kind of interesting how that happened. Um, a friend of mine told me about it. Um, I came up here and, and it, the first interview I had, to, uh, I, I got snowed out for my flight in on Friday. I had to get back up at like four o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Uh, I finally got to the interview, I think, out at the high school around three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, and I flew out that next morning, I think at six. But uh, so. Uh, came back and had a wonderful time with the second interview. And I, I, my wife and I, my wife has been a, a Catholic school teacher for, for 29 years as well. So between the two of us, uh, we prayed on it a lot and, you know, opportunities had been there before, but this one just seemed right. 
the entire Xavier community, the the schools, everybody we met. So we feel very, very blessed and feel like uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, we, we, we listened and uh, the opportunity was made. And so I have absolutely loved being here. Uh, we love Appleton. Uh, we're becoming Wisconsinites really quickly. Uh, thank goodness we got out of Texas and left all that horrible winter weather. So, uh, <laughs> so no, we're very happy to be here, and uh, I am loving my work in the uh, in the school system here and working with everybody at Xavier. Wonderful. Well, you re- bring a real joy and a real passion to it, so it's great to have you as well. Uh, as one of the eight supporting parishes, St. Thomas More invests deeply into uh, the Xavier system, and we also see the fruits. One of the things um, not all of our listeners may be aware of, but that we have a campus of the Xavier system right here on our campus on McDonald Street. So we get to see all the little kids running around and uh, and doing great things. I used to always give them high fives and then COVID hit. (laughs) So hopefully that day will come back. Now we kind of do elbow bumps as they as they walk by. But yeah, talk a little bit um, just as curiosity. What was it like coming in? as COVID-19, the coronavirus, all the pandemic stuff was starting? You know, um, it, it, it's interesting. I, I was I was actually offered the position about two weeks before all of the, 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 the COVID um, close downs began. And so I was, it, it was interesting to be working concurrently with my school back in Dallas at St. Monica, trying to help them uh, maneuver through that situation in March, April, and May. And then working with the team here at Xavier, um, you know, I, I think we were unbelievably blessed here. Um, I think we got through last spring as a school system. You know, uh, John Revisa had his all for one initiative, which had been started anyway. So we had a lot of technology available to our kids uh, at all levels, just about as best we could uh, to provide for our students. And then when I, I got here in June and started really fully attending the meetings and, and I will tell you, um, we were, we, we were, there was so much that we planned on and we were hopeful that would work out and, and it, it has all come to fruition. And, and I've, I've said it in a couple of talks that I've given that I, I really believe that what I'm seeing here, um, the pandemic has been horrible and please there's, there's nothing good about the pandemic, but I do think it has brought out a lot of really, some really good things as well. I think we've seen so much teamwork. Um, I can't tell you how generous, how generous you were on your campus to give us extra space over on the Marquette street campus. We got some extra space and really the, the challenge was how could we socially distance our kids kind of keep them in pods so that if somebody did uh, was either exposed to somebody with COVID or a student actually did contract COVID, that we would be able to um, that we would be able to deal with that. And, and, and fortunately, at all four of our campuses, we have been uh, able to deal with any of those situations that have arisen. The planning that went into that was just meticulous and, and very, very well done. So uh, I will say, though, our first case, I think we were over at Marquette Street. I think it took us four hours. Uh, to get that all settled and uh, get the kids home. And, and that's another thing, too, that's been amazing. Anytime we've had to call parents and say, you know, we got to quarantine a second grade class. Parents are there in just a few minutes. They're supportive. Uh, our teachers. Oh, gosh, Lincoln, you know, um, you see it every day on your campus. How supportive those teachers and the extra work they've been putting in. So honestly, it, it has been a challenge and it was a challenge to come into this. 
But um, I think in a way it was a, a good way to begin, you know, to be the president and come into this almost because um, we're all rallied around something. And, and then I really think uh, the other thing that has been really neat to see is we really wanted to be in person with the kids and in school. And we've been able to do that. Uh, I remember early on, we were talking back in August and if we can just get for three or four weeks in, if we have to take a break. And so far, uh, the Lord's blessed us. We haven't had to. But um, I also think that, that a big part of this has been uh, just seeing how everybody's rallied together because we want to do this. Our parents, our teachers, our students, you know, somebody said there's no way you can get those kids to wear masks and, and socially distance all day. And they do. Uh, just this morning, you know, the, the, the Hawks boys played for the uh, semifinals at state. And I was watching it online. They're all wearing masks. All those boys are wearing masks and playing basketball. Uh, it's amazing. So we've been very, very fortunate. And again, I, the other thing I would mention is early on, and I know you uh, and all the pastors of our eight parishes made the commitment that we would have weekly mass with our kids. We were going to continue to have the Eucharist. We were going to continue to offer that. And, and I think that's been hugely important for us this year, too. The ability to get together and then live stream those masses to the kids because obviously everybody can't be inside the, the, at the church all at once, but to do that is, has really been remarkable. So I feel like uh, for a first year, it's, it's a pandemic, but there've just been, there have been some wonderful things that have come out of this uh, that I have seen. And I feel very, very blessed to be a part of it. Yeah. I remember some of those meetings. I remember after one of those in August meetings, I was like, you know, I, I give us about four weeks and then Xavier will be at home. And, you know, here it's a year later and we've been in person all the way through. So kudos to all the planning and that staff and just the commitment to the students. What's best for our students to learn has really come through and our students are thriving. I mean, I can I can attest. I witness it myself every day. Uh, the the impact um, that Xavier is having. So, yeah. I can, I can echo that back to you. It's been a gift um, in the midst of the struggle and the hardship. Yes. So let's talk a little bit, kind of big picture. The podcast is called Exploring His Kingdom. And in what ways do you see Xavier as either a manifestation or supporting the growth of the kingdom of God right here at Appleton and in the hearts of our uh, students? You know, uh, in, in, in my work over the last, you know, the, the last couple of 20 years as a principal, uh, I, I think Catholic schools do a number of things to manifest that. And, and, and first of all, I think obviously uh, a lot of people come to a Catholic school and they say, well, you know, you, we're going to see the crucifixes in the classrooms and we're going to pray. But I think even, and those are very important things, but I think even more importantly than that are the the ways we work with our children all day, every day to help them to live their lives and to grow in their lives in, in, in a Christ-like way. I think the way they treat each other, I think it's the way we respond when they don't treat each other the way they should. I think it's the way adults interact with each other. I think it's the way we interact with parents. And so my hope is that anybody that has any connection to Xavier, uh, whether you're Catholic or not, whether you're interested in school or not, when you see our kids or you come on one of our campuses or you work with the NMS, you will you will see that presence of Christ in in all the things that we're doing. And, I, you know, I, I when I would recruit families, I would say, I want you to walk through our school with no announcement 
And, and I hope as you go through, you're going to feel that you're part of an authentic Catholic school. And, and, I, and I think that's important too, though, that we are not a private school. You know, this is not private education. This is Catholic education. And we're trying to set that example. And I think our kids do it. And, and I have had so many parents and probably the best compliment I ever have gotten. Uh, one of the schools I worked in, we were in a very, very Protestant community. We were a very small Catholic enclave. And someone one time came up to me and they said, you know, Phil, we, we recognize your kids without their uniforms. We know who the Catholic school, that's what they called this, the Catholic school. Uh, <laughs> and they said, we know your kids without the uniforms. So wow. I feel like we have a, a role in our community. And I, I think our kids are wonderful manifestations that their families. And then that, that, that role that I think that hopefully we are life giving to our parishes as well. I hope that the work we do in the, in the school system is 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 giving back and 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 being a part of that as well with what we're doing with each of our eight parishes. Wonderful, yeah. As one of those eight parishes, we definitely um, invest heavily, but we see a lot of results. And I tell you, I can, you know, many of our active families are connected through Xavier, um, and that is um, a powerful witness uh, to that. Now, I know you've got a strategic plan. I was kind of poking around the website, and I'm one of the key supporter parish kind of folks and was just kind of looking around. Um, what do you see that's really important coming up? Where do you see the future headed? Uh, how, what's your mission, and how does that play itself out here uh, now? Well, you know, we've um, we finished our, our, our strategic plan for missionary discipleship, um, Back at the, I want to say early in 2000 or late in 2018, uh, COVID kind of, you know, as as we were going through that, and this was prior to my arrival, uh, Deacon Ray finished that plan, uh, so it was interrupted a little bit. So what we're really trying to do now is 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 get the momentum back for that plan to keep it moving. Uh, we're fortunate right now. We um, due to COVID, and I think this has also played into uh, Lincoln. With what happened this summer with George Floyd, uh, we have had felt a real call in several aspects of that strategic plan to help our kids uh, at all age levels, but particularly in the junior, at the middle school and the high school to, to deal with those issues of race and inequality. Um, but to teach about that from that Catholic perspective and, and to try and help our children understand how their faith guides them to conduct themselves, how our faith guides them and how they deal with other people and how we should be doing that anyway. Uh, it shouldn't take a, a horrific incident like that to, to bring focus to that one. Uh, so we, we've started, we have a wonderful group of people that are on an equity committee that we have begun so that we can hear all the voices of the families in our community uh, and we have some some families that are not Christians that are part of our school community. We have um, obviously so many families that are Catholics, but wanting to make sure that we're hearing those voices, we're attending to those things, and that we are, you know, holistically and really helping our kids to understand some of these things and working with them so they can respond to the challenges that they're going to see every day out in the world that they face. And I think that's been one of our our big initiatives that we've been working on. Um, you know, educationally, technology and, and, and how we're using this technology has been a big part of this discussion. Uh, it's not just about putting a laptop in every kid's hands and sending them home to stare at a screen. So as we have been in school in person, 
we're trying to find the balance that we want to have in how we're using technology and making use of that and looking at kind of what a, a graduate of Xavier would be able to do with technology. And, and we're really, we've got a group that's looking at that from preschool all the way through 12th grade. So we're trying to see the things we want to do with that. Uh, and then the, I guess the thing that's probably going to be most visible here in the next uh, year, year and a half, we have uh, really kicked off our infrastructure uh, group. And, and, and that's, that's got a number of projects right now, though, and I think you're seeing this on your campus, um, the, the challenge we're facing is not enough. Our biggest growth area is in the elementary schools. So we've got, um, we're working right now on some plans that would, would work at your campus and over at Marquette uh, to increase some space uh, and repurpose some facilities so that we can make sure we can provide for all those kids. Over at Marquette Street, there is the dream uh, of building an early childhood center. So we would like to have the smallest hawks right out of the, the uh, nest, so to speak, uh, coming to be with us every day. Uh, and then making some changes at the high school in the theater uh, and also some athletic changes. So it's a very robust and it, it's a very um, it's a very broad strategic set of initiatives we're working on. And we have a wonderful board of trustees that's helping us with this. So we've got some good leadership there, good leadership within the system. And so uh, I'm very excited about it. And that's really a big part of my job is to make sure that we uh, are, are taking these initiatives and we're not just talking about them. We're advancing them and making them happen and we're documenting that. And uh, so we're, we're excited about what's going on. And, and really, I, I'm very proud that COVID has not slowed a lot of that. In spite of what we're dealing with with COVID, we're still trying to keep these things moving. So we know the system has growth potential and we need to attend to that. And all of these things are designed to help us make the system, which is already outstanding, but even better as, as we move forward into the future. Wonderful. I hate to put you on the spot, but what are, the, do you know what the numbers are in terms of student enrollment and those kind of things at the moment, roughly? Yeah, right now I want to say we have, Oh, 14, 1470 kiddos in the system. That's, that's across the system. Um, we're hoping that we're going to see growth for next year already. All of our early indicators are that we we will hope to be over 1,500 kids next year. Um, you know, one of the challenges we faced due to COVID was uh, a number of families pulled out of school, out of, you know, out of the system because uh, particularly in the younger grades. Um, so they, they, they went to some variety of homeschool and just learning at home. Uh, we're bring, we stayed in contact with those families and a lot of them have already come back. So we're very pleased that we've been able to, to maintain those relationships. And uh, so we're seeing significant growth all across system, but really in the elementary schools and particularly uh, at the McDonald Street campus, uh, Alina is uh, uh, quite the Pied Piper. And uh, so she is really engaging families. Uh, we're thinking on one of our campuses, we may have to add an extra section to one of our grades uh, and have three instead of just two. So that's the really exciting thing. We're seeing young families and with young children wanting to come to us. And so uh, as we continue to make sure that we're, we're, we're ministering to them, then our retention rate, Deacon Lincoln, is, is about 97%. So once we, get wow. them in the, once we get them in the system, we hold them. Uh, and then we're even seeing kiddos coming to high school, which, uh, you know, it's hard to get freshmen uh, in some cases. 
to come that have not been a part of the system, but we're seeing that as well. So uh, very proud of Tara Pierce and her whole group uh, who are working so hard with those families. Uh, and, and it's just, it's really, um, it's been a nice start to the spring. So we are, uh, we're not counting our chickens and we're not patting ourselves on the back yet, but we're, we're very optimistic that uh, it's going to be a good enrollment for next year. Planning for growth. Yeah. Yeah. Those of you who are listening, if you want to flip over to the St. Thomas More Facebook page, we do have a witness talk from Elena. Um, she gave it to our faith formation folks just a couple of nights ago. So you could probably search around and find that it's just, it's very powerful. And the leadership with Xavier um, have demonstrated and continue to demonstrate a deep commitment to Christ, a deep commitment to their faith, and a deep commitment to those they serve. So uh, just appreciate that a lot. Um, how would you recommend folks connect with Xavier if they're not connected? Do you have like uh, any recommendations or any ideas on how to begin to support the mission of Xavier and of whatever ways that we could do that? Well, you know, if first of all, if you're interested, if you're a family out there and you're interested potentially in enrolling uh, one of your kiddos, um, all you got to do is get on the website. Um, there is a uh, on the admissions page. You can uh, get there and send us your information. We will probably respond to you that day. Uh, so someone will be reaching out to you. So obviously we can do that. I think anybody in the community though, uh, you know, check out the website, look at what we're doing. And then please, you know, I think all of us are, are happy to, um, to be, to connect with you. You know, that, that's probably been Deacon Lincoln, one of the biggest challenges, uh, in this COVID world and coming into is I'm not meeting people. Um, and I, and, and I, I want to be respectful of people's space. Uh, and, and so that's been very hard, but I tell you what, I would love anybody that has questions or wants just time. I can do it this way. I, I would be happy to set up a, a virtual meeting. I, people come to the school and we have a nice big conference room where we can sit across from each other and talk, uh, email, which I don't think is the, the, the greatest way, but I certainly am happy to correspond that way. So, you know, anybody you'd like to reach out to, we're happy to hear you, but I especially would love to. And so if you have anything, let me know. And then uh, if you have specific questions, I can certainly get you in touch with the right person that can answer those specifically. But uh, we can do that. And then I think as time goes on here, hopefully our service projects will be coming back. You know, obviously we can't be sending kids out to do a lot of the things we've done in the past. And we really want to be more involved in parish life. Uh, we would like our kids to be involved in activities at their parishes. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Um, if you, we sent out a, a, a little notice this week to all the parish uh, parishes, giving them kind of an update on the system. But we did a whole weekend at St. Bernadette uh, where our kids were the cantors at mass. They were the readers. They were the ushers. Uh, and so we got to spend all three masses over there. It was really wonderful. So we're hoping to do that and replicate that at a lot of different parishes here in, of our eight parishes. And we're always happy to do that, too. So we, we just want to be involved and uh more than anything, what I'm trying to encourage everybody to do is, is we need to, you are very supportive of us. All of our parishes are financially, <coughs> I know spiritually we get the prayers, but uh, we want to be giving back too. So making that investment, we want to return that um, uh, if we can. And we certainly want to be a part of, of, of anything we can do to, to help that parish life and encourage our kids to be participative in, in those things as well. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, thank you. Well, anything else you want to share with us um, before we kind of sign off here? 
Um, anything you want to share regarding Xavier, regarding yourself, um, kind of the catch-all question? Well, you know, I, I guess uh, more than anything, I, I, I just uh, I am just so thankful uh, to our community here in Appleton uh, in general. You know, uh, I know, for example, dealing with COVID, you know, Kurt down at the Department of Health. I know that sounds like a silly, but my gosh, those folks have been so helpful to us. And 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 I think more than anything, I really feel the um, there's a there's a real energy here in Appleton, and and also I, I feel a very strong positive feeling towards towards Xavier and and it's not so much us you know uh trying to say hey we're the best out there and we're you know but it, I just really feel like uh there's a lot of support for us and, and I feel like I hope that we are a, a valuable um asset to the community and so I'm just really really thankful and more than anything I think it is just you know it's it's thanks to our Lord uh that we've been able to do all the things we've been able to do this year our kids have had a relatively normal year. I mean, considering, and uh, I just pray that as we go forward, and my hope is we'll find some relief from this horrible uh, situation that we're in with the virus, and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. Uh, it'd be nice to see people's faces again. Uh, that that's been really <laughs> hard. And then, as much as I enjoy and and this, I, I enjoy this medium and seeing you on the screen, Nick and Lincoln, uh, sitting in a room again and seeing people and being able to converse. And I think that that really is the only thing that concerns me is uh, we're, we're sort of losing those, those, those personal connections. And I hope that doesn't go away. I, I really hope we get back to being able to shake hands and being able to look each other in the eye. And uh, so I'm praying for that, but you know what the, we, we just, we just have to wait. And sometimes Lord asks us, you know, to be a little more disciplined. And so we'll do it. Uh, and we're happy to do it. But yes, I'm very hopeful that I'll get to see more people. And, uh, you know, it, it would be nice to uh, uh, have gatherings again and see those churches full uh, and all of us celebrating mass together, receiving the Eucharist and really feeling the power of our communities by being personally together. I, I, I think that's been one of the hardest things. Uh, before I go, I'll just say last spring, you know, I went from March till May 1st and, and virtual mass. And, and I'll never forget, it was me and, and Father Wade Bass doing our um, Marian Mass, just the two of us, uh, in the church. But I got to receive communion. And I will tell you, I, I, I actually teared up a little bit, actually being able to receive communion again. It was a wonderful thing. So I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm thankful that we can do it in the, in the way that we're doing it now and that, that we'll just continue to pray that things get better. But most of all, you know, just keep everybody safe. And uh, we're going to continue to do our good work. And we're very, very grateful for all that, that you do, especially at St. Thomas More, the parish, uh, the way you take care of our kids there. We're very, very grateful for that. Well, very good. Well, thank you. Yeah, it is a gift. Um, it's been a rough year, a rough year to start, but I continue to be impressed by uh, the investment in Xavier that we make and the return that we get on that. Discipleship is happening God's kingdom is moving in the midst of the Xavier community, and it doesn't happen by accident. There are so many people, and you're one of them, Phil, but so many people who help to make that happen. So we'll close with prayer. Yes. Um, and again, just recognizing God's here, and we pray, loving and merciful God, we thank you for the gift of Xavier, for the gift of your kingdom that is manifesting itself through the good work that they do. We ask that you continue to bless our school system, 
to help it to grow, to grow broader and to grow deeper and to help manifest your kingdom in our world. And we make this prayer in Jesus, in Christ the King. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.